0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Beginning Spanish Podcast. I'm Dr. Todd Mack from Hillsdale College, and today we talk about the differences between por and para. Okay, so por and para. Por and para is an interesting thing. Um, it's, uh, it's challenging. It's challenging. Part of the reason that it's challenging is that there's not really one good rule. Like, if I'm talking about the difference between preterite and imperfect, I can kind of summarize the differences between preterite and imperfect pretty quickly uh, and give you what you need to know. Now, it takes a long time, a lot of practice to get good at using preterite and imperfect, but I think conceptually they're not that difficult. Uh, por and para uh, can be kind of challenging because there's not really one rule, there's a bunch of different contexts and ways in which we use this. So I'll try to break this down as best I can. If we're talking about like high level, um, the, the easiest way for me to think about this is that por refers to a reason or cause. And if I'm going to draw a picture of this like on a, on a chalkboard, I would draw an X with an arrow going out of it. So a, a por is really about a, a cause, and a cause is something behind me pushing me forward. Para we use to talk about um we use to talk about goal or purpose or destination and I like to think of it as an arrow pointing towards an X. So uh para is something that's out there in front of me that I'm moving towards. Por is something that's behind me that's pushing me along. And we use these in in different contexts. So uh so I'll just kind of run through these and there are there are some specific kind of Little phrases that I think can help. So if I'm if I'm trying to use the word to or two or four, and I know that it's going to be por or para, I'm not really sure which one. Then I try to see if I can plug in one of these phrases, and sometimes that will help. Okay. So the first thing with por is we use por to mean because of, uh, and that's a that's about motivation, right? So I would say something like No puedo llegar por el tráfico. I cannot arrive. Because of the traffic. Uh, Estoy agradecido por ti. I'm grateful for you. And you say for. Well, I'm grateful because of you. I'm excited for the party. Uh, I'm excited because of the party. Estoy animado por la fiesta. Now, often, uh, especially beginning students, will want to use something like porque de, because of. Uh, In Spanish, you don't need to do that. The word por means because of. So you don't need to use porque de or por de. You just say por, and it means because of. Now contrast that with uh, para, and para means in order to or so that. Um, So estudio para sacar buenas notas. I study in order to get good grades. Te escribo para que no me olvides. I write to you so that uh you won't forget. So that's purpose. And we can replace we, we can replace that with in order to. I study in order to get good grades. Uh, I write to you so that. Um, so those are phrases that indicate para. So because of por. Uh in order to or so that para. Um we use por to talk about an attitude towards something. So we would say, uh, the, the, the little phrase would be in favor of. So voy a votar por el candidato bueno. I'm going to vote for the good candidate. I'm going to vote in favor of the good candidate. So that in favor of, we, uh, we use Por. Uh, This next one is a little bit tricky. Um, The object of an errand. So to get or collect something, we actually use por. It seems like we would use para, Uh, but we do use por in this. So if I say, voy por los niños, uh, I'm going to get the kids. Mandé por un taxi, uh, I sent for a taxi. So when you're going to get something, to get something, to collect something, uh, we use uh, por for that. Um, When we talk about motion or movement, uh, por refers to moving through or around an area. And we would translate this as like around, in, by, through, throughout, along. These would all be words that indicate por. Again, around, in, by, through, throughout, and along. So if I say something like, uh, viajamos por Arizona cuando fuimos a Mexico, we went through Arizona when we went to Mexico, that through would be por. Uh, and we can contrast that with para. In para, when we're talking about movement, or we are talking about destination. So uh, I would say, vamos para Mexico, meaning we are going to Mexico. If I say, vamos por Mexico, that means we're going through Mexico, So I could say, uh, like, we go through Arizona. When we go to Mexico, I could say, Vamos por Arizona cuando vamos para México. Um, so that's movement. Uh, it can also mean, por can also mean around. Uh, so you can say, like, hay mucha gente por aquí, meaning there are a lot of people in this area around here. Um if I say, te amaré por la es, las eternidades, I will love you for eternity, uh, I would use por in that case. Um, when we're talking about the duration of an action, we always use por, so I would say, estudio por tres horas, voy a comer por una hora, voy a hacer ejercicios por dos horas, um, estuve en España por tres años. Uh, por. So we, when you're saying for, and then any amounts of time, whether it's specific or 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 broad, so you can say like for many years. Por muchos años. Um, when we're talking about a time of day, uh, we can use por. So I would say like I study in the morning. Uh, estudio por la mañana. Um, and that would be por. Uh, we use por also to talk about substitution. Or exchange or price. Uh, So I would say, uh, like, compre los dulces por un dólar. I bought them for a dollar. So that for, that's an exchange. I give you a dollar for the candy. That would be por. We use por to talk about exchange. Um, And we also use it to talk about substitution. So if I ask you, will you work for me? ¿Puedes trabajar por mí? That means I need you to work in my place as a substitute for me. Contrast that with para. If we're talking about uh, an employment and I say puedes trabajar para mí, what I mean is I want to be your boss and I want you to work for me. See, in English, that would be confusing. If you were trying to learn English and you would say, "Uh, I want you to work for me, you would say, well, do you need me to work in your place or do you want to be my boss? Uh, In Spanish, we don't have that confusion because we actually have two separate words. Uh, one indicates substitution, por, and one indicates, uh, like, employment, that you're working for me. That would be para. Uh, we also use por to talk about percentage and rate and multiplication. So uh, when, you're, when you're multiplying, you say dos por tres son seis. Uh, that would be you know, two times three. That times is por. Uh, and also when we talk about, like, miles per hour, decimos millas por hora. Um, when we talk about uh, by means of, or just by, that's going to be por. Uh, el libro fue escrito por Juan. The book was written by Juan. Te mandé la información por correo electrónico. I sent you the information by email. So when we're talking about the means that by which something happens, then we're going to use por. Um, when we talk about the purpose of something, uh, we use para. So for the purpose of, uh, that would be a para, uh, thing. So we say like, una cámara es para sacar fotos. Now, if you, if you want to say that, um, uh, a camera is for taking pictures, you might go for, for, uh, is it por or para? The easy way to, to, to figure that out is to ask yourself, what could I replace for with? So a camera is for the purpose of taking pictures, right? So that would be para. Uh, we wouldn't say a camera is by means of taking pictures, no. And we wouldn't say a camera is because of taking pictures. So we wouldn't use por, we would use para. Uh, a camera is for the purpose of, for the purpose of, para. Uh, because of, por. Um, uh, that's why we, when we talk about gifts... We use para. So, este regalo es para Juan. Para why? Because it's for the purpose of him. It means it's headed to to him. Uh, when we talk about time, we said that uh, with por we talk about um, we talk about like the time of day. Por la mañana, por la tarde, and we talk about duration of time. Like voy a estudiar por tres horas. Uh, when we're talking about time with uh, with para, we we're talking about a deadline. So I would say, uh, este examen es para el jueves. That means this test is due uh, on Thursday. So there isn't really a way to say due in Spanish. We would say, es para, para el, and then the day um, or the time. Um, We talked about that por means because of para means uh compared with or kid considering or in spite of so if you see a um if you see a kid and maybe they're really young maybe it's a maybe it's a 5 year old and they're the size of a 15 year old um you would say este niño es pe- es uh es grande para su edad, es grande para su edad, big for his age, meaning big in spite of his age. He's five, but he's the size of a 15-year-old. Now, if it was a 15-year-old who was, you know, the size of a regular 15-year-old, we would say he's big because of his age. Because he's 15, he's big. So then we would say, él es grande por su edad, por, because of, para, in spite of. Uh, And then finally, there are these two things, and they seem so similar. Uh, And often they're really used um, almost interchangeably. But we use por to talk about incompleteness. So we would say, el libro está por terminar. Meaning, the book is not finished, but it's really close to being finished. Um, Hay mucho trabajo por hacer. So the work is not done, and it needs to be done. Por. It's incomplete. We use para to talk about being about to do something. So we would say, estoy para ir a la tienda, meaning I'm just about to go to the store. So uh, it helps me to think about por and para kind of in these pairs. So because of versus in order to or in spite of. Um, uh, for the purpose of versus by means of. Um, or like with time, that with para we're talking about a deadline, whereas with por we're talking about uh, duration. Um so uh so that can help um to to see those impairs with employment right i use poor to mean a substitution i mean para to to talk about like uh that you know somebody works for somebody else who's their boss um so I think that that can be helpful. I hope it does. And then to just think about, in general, that when I think about por, it's it's a cause behind pushing somebody along. And para is something that's kind of out there in the future. I hope that helps. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you find this show helpful, I encourage you to go to anchor.fm slash beginning Spanish for a full list of episodes and to support the show financially. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app of choice and please recommend uh, the show to your friends. Feel free to reach out with questions or feedback by finding me on Twitter at ToddKMac or emailing me at, tmac at hillsdale.edu. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my other shows. This semester I have one on philosophy and fiction in modern Spain and one on the hero's journey in masterpieces of film. Until next time, so long.